highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. The euphemistic you pick this career. If you don't like it, get out. But that's your job. And that's the job that you think you were called to do. And that's the job that mm-hmm. you said that you took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America, the Constitution of the state of Wisconsin and city ordinances. And if necessary, give your life for those in need. Period. Full stop. All the other crying and complaining and woe is me and they didn't get charged and all that. If you don't like it as a cop, quit. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Anybody that tells you you are pulling a race card is stupid. And I am calling you stupid. And my mama told me you should never call anybody stupid. But you're stupid. And the reason I say that is because it's not a card you pull out. It's not something that you throw out. I'm reminded once a day by somebody that is not my skin color. They do something, say something, insinuate something that reminds me that I'm black. So when you say pull the race card because somebody reminds you of something that makes you feel uncomfortable, too bad. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. I don't take it personal when people say, you're rude when you cut people off, and you're a liar, and you're this, and you're that. I don't take that personally. Not that I don't value what you say, but I can't value what you say because you say it. I can only value what I say. I can appreciate it, but I will dispute it. Again, I appreciate your show for sure. Again, I feel you're a class act, and I just thank you. Um, and I'll listen to you whenever I can, even when I pick up my grandson. So keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate you. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I was warning Kyle that it was one of those days because every now and then when I don't have anything to talk about or do in an opening, it turns intense. And so I thought, why make today any different? And so I heard the best advice that I've heard in a long time. To people who need to move forward. So we got this mayor election going on. We got this, you know, what? We got four elections this year, all sorts of shenanigans going on. And, and so I, on a side note, I actually used the word shenanigans, and somebody said that that was a made-up word. They didn't know that it was real. But I digress. Um, I think that we should overlook the fact that this year is a political year. 
I think we should overlook the fact that people are trying to get us to pay attention to things that once it's over, we know and they know that they're not going to add anything um, substantive or productive to our lives. I've pretty much had it with politicians who talk a lot, do a lot, but there's no result. All you tell me is what you've done, never have any contact during the year, never have any information during the year. Your president has not mentioned black people yet the entire time he's been in a little over a year. Nothing to us, nothing for us. And people will say, yes, he's the president of the United States. But I remember distinctly making promises. Matter of fact, I remember distinctly when he was talking to Charlemagne to God. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And so if you voted for him, I guess he's recognizing you're not black. And so when you're ready to figure out why you haven't made it, think about some things you need to do. None of them have to do with politics. None of them have to do with who you elected. Because as I age, I'm starting to realize that politicians are 100%. And I'm sure no one will come on my show after I say this. They're useless. 100%. And I'm talking about the partisan ones, the Republicans and the Democrats. They're useless. City government, which shouldn't be partisan because you can't run as a Democratic mayor or a Democratic council member. But at some point, if you're just going to keep doing the same old garbage and telling me the same old lies. And every time I complain about something, tell me it's a Republican's fault. That's just a lie all by itself. I mean, granted, Republicans do stupid stuff on their own. They don't need us to point it out. The flip side is Democrats don't do anything at all for us. Still waiting. It's been a year. Something. Anything. Oh, that's right. Governor Evers is giving us $150 per person. Okay. So if you're wondering why you haven't made it, I heard five things while I was listening to a podcast on Spotify that were phenomenal. Five things, five reasons why you haven't made it. That's you. Not me. That's you. Number one, it's not life and death for you. And I'm sure I've said these things before, maybe in a different way, but it's, it's, it's just not life and death. Like people aren't voting because it's not life and death. Eh, they don't really care. They're getting a lot of money, a lot of stuff piled in. If it's not life and death for you, if whether or not you do it causes you to live or die, eh, that's why you haven't made it. Number two, you're not prepared to give up anything for it. I gave up a fairly good career in radio and TV to go into law enforcement. Think about that. Travel, meeting movie stars, hanging out at the Lakers game, 
All that. Had a great time. Met movie stars, famous people. Hung out, ate. All sorts of things. But I wanted what I wanted. And so I had to give all that up. So that I could serve the community of Milwaukee. What are you willing to give up? You don't have it. And you haven't made it. Because it's not life and death for you. And you're not prepared to give up anything. Number three, you're not disciplined enough. If you work 50%, you get 50% back. If you work 100%, you get 100% back. Usually more. It's amazing how that works. You work half time, you might get 25% back. You work 100%, you might get 200% back. But if you don't put it all in, you're not going to get it back. The lie we tell you. What's the word people use when you try to take shortcuts? The word that they invented that we never should have started using. A hack. Stupid. Oops, I'm sorry. 2022, I said I wasn't going to call anything stupid. No, I said I'm not going to call any people stupid. That stupid. A hack. Trying to take a shortcut to get something done. Doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're not disciplined. So remember, if it's not life and death for you, if you're not prepared to give up anything for it and you're not disciplined, but then you haven't made it because you're afraid to fail. And we have cute terms like failing forward and all those wonderful things. But in the end, come 2022, what are you going to do in order to make it? And then last something that the black community seems to have taken on, but now I'm seeing it permeate its way through a younger generation is people think the world owes them something. Nobody owe you anything. And they don't owe you anything because you haven't done anything. Like why we give accolades to people who haven't done anything and participation trophies and clap hands and say how great people are. Which leads me to another question. Why do children graduate from kindergarten? Like, what is that? Why do you graduate from sixth grade? What is that? You're not done. Like, what is that? But yet, that's what we do. We congratulate what you're already supposed to do. I mean, it's great, right? I'm not trying to be negative. It's great. But at some point, aren't you supposed to do that? We honor you because you graduate. I don't know if we should make it this great thing because it's a stepping stone. I mean, it's phenomenal that you graduated. It is stupendous that you graduated and we should honor it. But how do you balance honor with expectation? I don't know if you can do that. And so now we have in the city of Milwaukee, the state legislature who decided that they're going to have talks about whether or not we should break up the school district into seven or eight districts. And so when I thought about it, I thought, that's a pretty good idea. But then it dawned on me, right? What is it? Like, what is that? 
What is it about that? Sounds good, but what is it about it that just drives me up a wall? What is it about it that makes me go, something's not right with this? And then it dawned on me, right? Five reasons you haven't made it. The main reason black people haven't made it is because white people think the only way we can make it is with them. They seem to think that we can't do anything without them. That's why I refuse to be or have allies. That's why I stand on my own two feet. That's why I work it out by myself, struggle, so that the only person I have to to deal with and reward is me. I didn't say I wouldn't share it. But when it comes to reward, I did the work. And that enables me to bless other people with what my hard work and what God has blessed me with. But for some reason, we seem to have forgotten that. But the problem isn't us. It seems other people think we can't do anything without them. That they're always right. That they always know what's better for you. And it dawned on me, they have no respect for me. But that's okay. You know why? Because in the end, I already know the world owes me nothing. But then again, in about five years, I wonder who the majority will be. And that is Dr. Ken's truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's a simple song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, a man stepped to me, said, How can you smile when your world is crumbling down? I said, In my secret, mm. when I wanna cry, mm. I take a look around and I see that I'm getting by. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Just want to tell you during this Black History Month, hold on. Change is coming. 833-212-1017. Talking text line, Spike Lee says, what would you have the president do strictly for black people? What I would have the president do for black people is to directly address the issues that are going on in Democratic-led predominantly black and minority cities where crime is off the chain, where education sucks in the public and private schools and jobs 
that have been created through workforce development in the city. Till then, if you're not going to if you're going to go build up infrastructure, then use the same things that everybody else uses. Why is it people have so much trouble with black people building things and working in the trades? It's like everywhere we go, somebody has to put up a wall to look at what it takes to be a construction company to do a bid. They always put it to where most new black companies can't even meet the, the requirements because it's so onerous. Got to have so much insurance, but nobody will give it to you. You never quite have enough. You're never quite good enough. You're never quite there yet. Even to the point when you run for office, you're not ready. It's unfortunate that somebody had to actually pick, pick Barack Obama and shepherd him through instead of him doing it on his own. Because unfortunately, even other people know that you're never going to get through unless somebody moves out of the way. So feel proud, feel happy, feel honored that we had a first African-American president. The fact that other people are taking, are actually taking credit for it, disturbs me. 833-212-1017. Lois from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Good morning. I'd like for you to say Lois, but not from Milwaukee. I wasn't born here and raised here. Where were you born and I'm, raised? I'm California, and I'm still dealing with the culture shock <laughs> here. I'm still dealing with it, and... I own a property here, but it's like people like look at you like, why are you here? What are you doing? But when the reason we moved here, I was a young, a married, you know, a girl at the time. And we came here because my husband heard of all the jobs. Lois? All the factories. Lois, can you do me a favor and turn your radio down? Because we're hearing you twice. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. okay. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. He was a, a college educated, you know, but he thought he could, you know, uh, come here, make a lot of money in these uh, factories and everything. Then we could move uh, back. But once you get here, I don't know what it is about black people. You get stuck here. No, 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 when no, no, no. It ain't, it ain't black people. It's Milwaukee. Yes. You can't get out of here. I mean, it's like they don't help you in any way and if you try to help your own self mm -hmm. they're like uh, pushing you down and where's all these good I mean, there used to be a job I mean a Thursday and Friday night was a pay night for A.L. Smith all these all these uh, breweries all these here you know factories money was flowing people were buying a uh, home and, and everybody cars was and working motorcycles and everything yeah. yep yep and now there's nothing, nothing for the black people. Well, I'm, well, I'm, you know, nothing for anybody to do. But there's no uh, jobs here. There's, I have uh, started 
my own, but I don't uh, do anything anymore. I'm a, I'm a sign language interpreter, and I've started my own uh, school, which I don't uh, do anymore because nobody's working. Nobody can, uh, <laughs> can uh, pay you. And That's even right. that right. feel is racial. They would rather hire somebody white than to hire somebody a black just because. I don't know why, but this is the most racist place I've ever been to. Do you, do you think Milwaukee's any different from any other city where black people are, except Atlanta, except Atlanta and Oakland? Well, I've never lived anywhere else. I've never lived anywhere else. So I don't know. But the education here, first of all, is so low grade. I'm not happy that my four children were raised in the MPS, you know, a school, because they don't seem to... I don't know. They're just not educating us here. And the the only reason that the white people are succeeding here or looking like it's succeeding, because they've got relatives that are started in in places that mm-hmm. hire them, Correct. that are trained them. You're so, so right. they're always going to have something for them because their ancestors started something. So what do we do We then? don't have anything to... Yeah, we do. We don't yeah, have do. anything to fall back? What? Well, f- first of all, we shouldn't have anything to fall back on. We should be moving forward. We shouldn't right, have to look for true. for this, you know, oh, I, I got a backup. No, some, sometimes you need to fail no. and start over and move forward. But that's not right. what we're doing. And so I think the no, education. No, that's not been pushed yet. Correct. Correct. So how do we do that? How do we do that, Lois? We need to stop waiting on the people to teach us. We can teach ourselves. We can learn ourselves, teach ourselves, promote ourselves, and somebody else will, you know, come along beside. What you know, teach to somebody else. I have a a friend here who has been uh, trying to get an electrical, you know, a school, you know, going because he's an electrician. Most of the uh, jobs here don't go to to a black electrician. Attrition because there's so few of them that know about electricity. But here's the kicker. But here's the kicker. It's a bear trying to pass the master electrician exam. And I have a friend of mine who's been trying to do it. And I asked him, I said, why haven't you gotten with somebody? I said, get with me. I'll sit down with you. We can look at the information and I can I can create an exam for you. It's not my discipline, uh-huh. but I, I think I know it enough and have taken enough electronics and electricity in, in school. And and most of it's math. Why can't you yeah. pass? I just keep missing it by one or two. I said, are you missing it by one or two or are they missing you by one or two? So they're grading you right. down. Right. right. That's what it is. And, and we have to look into you. that. And so, yeah. So that's and phenomenal. we need to stop and we need to stop depending on their grading, you know, a schedule because it's not always in our favor. Most of these other other people never went to a school. Their grandpas, uncles and other people right. taught them right. what they know now. Right. Yeah. Very true. All right. All right. Thank you much. I want to say that. Sure. I right. appreciate you. And, you know, another industry where it is family oriented is x-ray technicians, believe it or not. I have been to places where parents, grandparents, great grandparents, grandkids and kids all work in the same place. 
They're the boss. They're the this. The, and I'm like, how'd that happen? Well, those jobs pay phenomenally well. And once you become certified, it's extremely well. But yet nobody tells you that. Nobody says anything. They just quietly tell their friends and they go to, you know, the local tech college. And all of a sudden, boom, they got it. They got it. 833-212-1017. When we come back, talking text line from Chris. Lisa is on the line from Milwaukee. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Lisa from Milwaukee. Hello, Lisa. Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're on the air. You just just having your conversation talking to somebody. I should have just not said something and just let you go all over the air. With your conversation it's talking. about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> about Lisa, taxes. Of course, I hate them paying the taxes. Lisa from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? But, um, good. I'm calling with the um, woman that's calling about California and her moving here and all. Uh-huh. I, you know, I've been, I travel throughout these pretty much almost 50 states in and out. And Atlanta's hot. I'm sorry. Atlanta is just the reason why I'm 50 years old and I love going to Atlanta. You want to know why I love going to Atlanta? Right. I have my green book and wherever I get my green, <laughs> I get my green book out. I know that's Yeah, right. I look for nothing but black, anything black on, especially my food. So I get that green book out. But when you go to Atlanta, you don't need to do that because everything is black. Correct. You see nothing but black people, black ownership. So, you know, where's my shrimp and grits? You know, I go to my restaurants and I get that. And you sit there, you see nothing but young people networking. Young, vibrant, everywhere you go, they're on a run. They're doing something. They're doing something. They're doing something. The city is colorful. I drive through the night on the highways and I'm just wow by the lights i'm almost you know crashing into stuff that's just the beauty of it and it's clean and i see nothing if you want to be empowered if you want to see black people at work go to atlanta don't tell me it can't be done go to atlanta please do i i I inspire and encourage everybody anybody to go to atlanta milwaukee now i just moved back i drive around the city there's no life Mm-hmm. No life. Your buildings are brown. I go downtown, I see one person walking. I'm like, <laughs> even Minnesota, even Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul was destroyed. And y'all talk about the cows. No, I ain't no. Minneapolis and St. Paul to me is like a, a little California. They're always networking, they're always doing something. And that is, that's, that's for black people too. But here it's like everybody get up. 
They escort. They work before nine o'clock. They hurry up and they get home, and that's it. So why do you think that is? They get off the road. Because I have my own ideas, but I want to ask somebody, why do you think it is? Because there, I'd be at the airport, and you know how you're sitting down and talking to people. And they, where are you from? I'm here. Where are you from? Milwaukee. They'd be like, Milwaukee? Oh, that's it, pretty much. And then we'll talk about something else. (laughs) Milwaukee Milwaukee has, there's the jobs. What jobs here? But I, I found out what they do here, but. The jobs are very few here. It's still segregated and separate. There's no unity here. There is, uh, no matter where you go, I mean, y'all can see the George Floyd thing and all that, but y'all, look, the black and white people, know, they come together because they live next door. You can have somebody on welfare here and somebody right next door to you make a six figures. That's how they operate in Minnesota. You have white people and black people with Asian kids, white, they adopted. It's just a mixed culture mm-hmm. in Minnesota. People don't see that. Here, it's like it's a standstill. We're between two big cities, Chicago and, and, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's just like you got, there's no life. I mean, the houses are the same. I go downtown. There's no paintings. There's no murals. And it's not no Martin Luther King. They have murals of people and from their community. But, and that you but never why heard is of, that? But, these but, are why, but why is Milwaukee? <laughs> so I think, and, and so... Now let's flip it. You tell me what you think about what I'm about to say. Okay, Lisa? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that people in Milwaukee don't want anybody else to be successful. They want to be the only ones. And I say that because I've watched people get upset with other people who are in the same yes. business. And instead of forming together, instead of working together... Mm-hmm. Because they think they're going after the same. It's almost like competition has killed Milwaukee. There are not enough people for you and your business to handle all the clients you say that you want. But yet, for some reason, we seem to think that if I um, sell candles, that if somebody else sells candles, that's bad. When, in fact, we sell two completely different types of candles for two completely different types of people. But instead of getting together and doubling our sales, we'd rather tear the other person down so that we can get nothing. What do you think about that? You know what? I truly have to agree with you on that because I've learned that here um, with the contractors because I, I moved back home, my family's house. And like I said, five, I tell people in a minute, 53206 is not the ghetto. I was not raised in a ghetto. I wasn't. It's, it looks ugly now, but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be okay yeah, until we come together and get that. But yeah, I had an issue with that with contractors. Oh my goodness, Lord! <laughs> and I hired I hired black contractors. Look for nothing but black contractors, black tree tree colors. Oh my good, you're right. It's it's a competition thing. You, and then when you get that person, they they not what they say they are. You know, and it's then they're gonna tell well. Well, black people, that's why I don't deal with black people. You know, then you got to get in your mind. Don't put that in your mind. You just call you another black contractor and see what you can. Because white people do the same thing, too. Sure. You know, you just got to be careful and cautious on what you do. But, yes, I do agree with you on that. I truly, that's one of them. I do agree with you on that. I do agree with you on that. Right. Yeah. Well, so, thank you much. All right. Appreciate You're it, Lisa. Welcome. All right. Take care. Have a good evening. You too. You too. Keep you too. listening. Will do.
833-212-1017. Talking text line says, she's right. It's like we're on Hubert work release. It's really bad here. But why is that? Why is that? Somebody sent me a card of a guy who teaches um, uh, how to pass the master electrician uh, exam. And so I passed it on to him. And a friend of mine hit me back and said, amazing. And thank you so very much. So that was done. Uh, talking text line, of course. Yeah. Uh, illegal immigrants don't qualify for government benefits. We have no other options but to hustle and get our own and move up many times in jobs locals don't want. Is that moving up, though? So I guess it depends on how you look at the job. It depends on how you are able to say this is a job for you. I, I think we miss it because we keep trying to push everybody to be professional and be doctors and lawyers and go to school. And so that's part of our issue. Part of our issue was that we put in our kid's head that you got to be great, so you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer. How many people in high school do you hear, my son and daughter's going to go to school to be a doctor, a lawyer, and all this, and then two weeks later they come back and they're not going to be a doctor or lawyer? I heard it. I heard it in church. I heard it in the neighborhood. I heard it in a billion places. I'm going to be a doctor, only to find out later they really weren't a doctor. And they couldn't quite cut it. But it sounded good because people want to do that. Let your children be what they need to be and what they decide to be. Stop forcing kids into doing things because the statistics say that if you do, if you make this decision at this age, then odds are you'll graduate. How about let them decide that? How about set up a program that's conducive for kids to decide what they want to be and stop telling all of them to be doctors and lawyers because not everybody can be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist and all that. Thank God my favorite teachers were not doctors and lawyers and dentists. They were teachers. And that is how success will come to Milwaukee. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken. It's had to do some sounds of blackness. It's Black History Month. Come on. Black-owned businesses are the cornerstone and backbone of the black community from the classic barbershop debates to the local family-owned restaurants we enjoy, like Perkins. Uh, these fine memories show the greatness of what Milwaukee was, is, and will be. That's why the new 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank have teamed up to rebuild the backbone of Milwaukee through our Black-owned business give back. Our goal is to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk, that's the new 1017 The Truth, will give away $2,000 worth of free commercial advertising for one month to the first 10 black-owned businesses who go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to sign up. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank, member FDIC. Long as you keep your head to the sky, you, you can win. 
833-212-1017. Eddie from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Harris? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. You know, I agree with you so much on what you just said about in our community. People don't want to share information. Or I think the young lady made that statement. I have experienced that when I asked, asked people certain questions about the business or how they got financing or how they, what, you know, anything that, you know, made that I could probably uh, get into the business, they won't share. They, they may tell you about it, but when you start asking certain questions, it, they seem to uh, shut down. And then I have even experienced where people know that I'm in a certain uh, um, business and I they, they will call someone else. You know, they want you to, you know, they don't, a lot of people in our community don't want don't want to see you with the money for for some reason. Then you got the people that I came through the era where, um, and this is a long time ago, where it was taught that don't deal with your own folks. You can't trust them. You know, deal with, with uh, white folks and all this. That You know, when it comes to my money, anybody will screw you, you know. You have to do your due diligence and make sure they legit this, that, and other, and ask you know, and expect the same service about out of whoever you spend your money. And and the person that's on the receiving end of those questions shouldn't get an attitude. But you know, um if it, you know, if it was like that, uh it wouldn't be uh thousands of Burger King, thousands of McDonalds, thousands of anything. But in our community for some reason we just don't want to share. We don't want to spend the money with uh, with certain people. They go by what they look like. You know, it could be a black business next to Burger King selling hamburgers. More likely they'll go to Burger King rather than in that black business. Or they say things like, you charging too much. Oh, that's another thing. In our community, when we do business, people are always asking, can you give me the hookup? Yep. Can you give yep. me a deal? Yep. A deal. You know, it, it, it's like... Yep. Wait a minute, you know, and they expect you to charge different because they judge you by who you are. You black. I mean, it's just so. But see, my thing many. is, I don't want to hook up. I don't want a discount. I just want to pay you, so you pay me. So when you come in my business, right, you pay full. You, when I come in your business, pay full, and we both feed our families. And I'm the type of person. Just because I'm a small company, it doesn't mean I can't give you the service, the same service that big companies uh, give you. But because of the mindset that I'm small and I don't have all the bells and whistles that some of these bigger companies get, right. and trust me, the bigger company, companies don't really give a damn about the little person because the fact they established, they got their base, this, that, and other. The struggling company, we have to go overboard to do it twice as good, to, and that's still not good enough just to get your business, you know? So, uh People don't seem to 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 to, to, uh, to understand that we're doing the same service. We have the same overhead that anybody else has, and we're just trying to come up. But they won't give us a chance. So, and they, like I say, they always once they see you if you're black or you're old, and I hate to put it that way, they think they they should get a discount or a hookup, or they want to tell you that that's too much. I've been cussed. I mean, I can so tell you a hundred stories. So Eddie, so why is why is it that we can't get and I'm being general when I say it because I don't want to be specific about a specific black business. Why is it many times we can't get the quality that we need? Well, or, or, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Or is it that we just expect too much from black business cuz they black 
and we give white businesses a break, but we never give black, well, not never, we don't give black businesses the same break we do white businesses. To me, it's a mindset. It's the individual, meaning you and me could be in the same business, right? And what people, and I hope this makes sense to you, you and me could be in the same business. A person contacts me before they contact you, right? Black business or whatever. I, they have a bad experience with me. And guess who suffers? It's a domino effect. You could come along and do, no, nah, uh, I remember, you know, that's what I believe it is. Because we're okay. not across the board. You even put it like this. Let me tell you, like a street hustle. Remember uh, when uh, people were selling uh, DVDs and music and this, that, and other? Yeah. Or, or, or when they first came out, Ill- illegitimate business, but when it first came out, you it had was to a pay hustle. $10. Right. It was a hustle. But now somebody came and undercut you, and now it's $5. Then somebody came and undercut that person, now it's a dollar. And then you got the people that were selling people blank DVD, just bad experience. And what you, like you said earlier, we don't come together. We don't, I, when I was in school, they taught you, if you've got a certain business, for instance, I was, if I was selling toilet paper, right? I can buy more and get a better price if we all, all the people that sold toilet paper Correct. in our community Correct. came together Correct. and bought a boatload rather than buying a cake. But you Correct. got people that, uh-uh, no, that's all right. I'm going to do my own thing. Right. It's a mindset. Okay. You know, and we all, right. all got to be on the same on the same page. All right. Well, thank you much, Eddie. I appreciate it. Yep. Good yep. wisdom. 833-212-1017. You know, Eddie, uh, Eddie's right. Eddie is right. You know, ice freezes at, Kyle don't know what an ice box is, but ice freezes at, uh, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, but for some reason, everybody else's ice was colder than the guy in the neighborhood selling it. I remember growing up, wow, this will age me, when I was growing up, my mother used to toss her knives outside because there was a guy that used to come around to sharpen people's knives. He had a cart, and he pushed it, and my mother would hand me her knives and give me like $3, and I would go downstairs, and the guy would stand there and sharpen the knives and give them back to her. And I always thought, wow, that's an enterprising. But then what put him out of business, right? The portable knife sharpener where you can just stick your knife in it, and every time you pull it out, it sharpens it, and he was out of business. And so what it comes down to is just because you build a business, and we'll talk about that this month, just because you build a business, you have to be able to innovate and grow and move and expand. And that's why we're at Web 3.0. That's why we're at Healthcare 2.0. Things are changing and evolving, and people are not changing with them. I cringe every time I hear somebody over the age of 50 say they don't want to deal with technology. What you're telling me is that you don't want to live. You don't want to grow. You don't want to expand. You don't want to leave a legacy. You don't want to do anything. And I know Milwaukee's better than that. I know there are people in Milwaukee that are extremely successful. Extremely successful. Who are able, who've been having their horn tooted for decades. Where's the new generation? Where's the new group of people? Where's the new group of people? So after the news, we're going to talk about 
this whole how this education piece and workforce and jobs and all those things are going to play a part. Um, we're we're going to really look at how we can create a city like Atlanta. Can we do that? 833-212-1017. Sonia from Milwaukee is holding on. And when we get through the news, we'll get back. And really, let's talk about making Milwaukee Atlanta North.